It's almost over, y'all. <laughs> it's almost over. We got one more week to go. I just want it to be over. <laughs> Let's get the show in the road, folks. I mean, okay, so after <laughs> starting the season, five and two, the Carolina Panthers have lost seven in a row. This feels very familiar. We've seen, very familiar. We've, seen, we've, seen, we've seen this, this movie before. very familiar. We've seen it before. Did, did we play T.J. Watt this year? I, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we played J.J. this year. Yeah, not, the same. not, yeah. not the same. Okay, himself. all right. So, uh, Carolina Pants lost again. <laughs> I, that's not really all that needs to be said, but they lost again to the Indianapolis Colts by a score of 422 <laughs> to six. It's felt like that. They gave up eight punt returns, 20 sacks. I, I don't even know what. I'm watching the game because I have to. I thought it. Was, I thought I was watching like an XFL game. At some one point, man. man. I look. I honestly would contemplate just like playing Xbox. Yeah. No. <laughs> seriously. Just yeah. Simulating the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was. That two players gave a crap today. Luke. Well, Luke always gives crap. So three. Three. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, every week. Luke and Will Greer. I, I you I know can't, I can't I can't we, crap on yeah Will. we'll talk no, about Will Greer in a I bit can't crap on Will yeah Greer but uh, I I felt like everyone else just gave just gave up like what am I out here you know Terry Bradshaw doing? had a uh, a wonderful quote to end to, for, the, for the highlights <laughs> the Carolina I want to go home oh, yeah Carolina I want to be here <laughs> I want to be here they yeah. everybody can see it man it's, it's bad it's pretty bad man yeah so uh, Will Greer got his first start in the NFL today. Mecklenburg County um, kid, I'll give it up for you. Let's uh, go, Charlotte. Yeah, he threw 44 times, 17 for 44 for 224 yards, two <laughs> you know interceptions, what? which were – Oh, that's right, three interceptions. I forgot about that third one. That, did that one even count? That was like a punt. At that point, let's not yeah, even yeah. count it. So, uh, not a great debut. However, given the circumstances, I wasn't mad at his performance. I'm not, it's not like it was any worse than we was going to get from Kyle you, Allen. You, here, here's my thing, man. When you said 17 for 44, let's 27. start 27, oh, 27 for 44. 44. I'm sorry, 27 mistake. for yeah, Thank you. When you said 27 for 44, let's start there. Why the hell is your rookie quarterback throwing 44 times? Well, Why? We got to give CMC that record. Oh I, yeah, God, I, yeah, we talked about this during the game, and my thing was you got to get those reps. This game don't count. It don't matter. Right, okay. So you got to get, get that man his reps. He's got to be, you know, plus – if you come out, you just hand off the ball to McCaffrey Everybody's on 50 key, times. Yeah, yeah um, I get it, man. Uh, so, it's ideally, you know, if the Panthers were fighting for a playoff spot, then, of course, you don't want right. Wilger. But given this, the circumstances of the situation, I'm I'm mostly fine with it. I mean, you know what? I have a, I, let, me, let me confess something to y'all. Can I confess something to y'all? Yes, please. please, please confession. I, I'm very well rested. You know why? I got a lot of sleep during that game, man. Look, hey man, we we hey man, we all family, right? We can we we can tell the truth around here, right? Hey man, I was I was asleep for maybe a third of the game. I'm not gonna lie, man. Look, listen in the car. I was I was y'all can't see it off camera. It's a driving simulator over here. I was doing laps. I was driving along the California coastline, and virtual reality was great. You know, but. But the, the 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 game that I actually stayed awake for, man. Um, before the game, I said to myself, Will Gurr has a chance to come in here and have a really good game today, only because when you have a new quarterback that comes into a game that other, that the other team doesn't necessarily game plan right. for, right? You, know, you get no what I'm saying? It, it, it can, most of the time that can lead to success. Eh, not today so much, man, because. <sighs> 
I, I, I don't, I keep, I don't want to sound like a broken record, y'all. It's the same Jimmys and the same Joes yep. out there, man. We don't execute. We don't execute. We don't execute, man. And that offensive line is just terrible. biggest problem. That's been the biggest problem for the last decade, probably. Except for it's one real, year, maybe. But it's yeah. real bad this year, man. It's like extra bad. It's this a revolving year. door. It, it, it's people not living up to the expectations we have. Uh, what's the guy name that sucks? Greg Little. No, Greg Little. Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams. Yes. And and and, and Matt and Matt Paradis. I they they I they, feel they, like Paradis has had a they they took a chance on. on him, man. Speaking of that, there was one play where I, I was actually awake for this play. And I don't know who the Colts big defensive tackle is. But there were literally two guys who decided we're just gonna not block this I guy. I saw that, yeah. And, and they literally just kind of shaded their coverage to the left side of the line. And one guy wasn't was literally not blocking anybody. So the coach big guy just free reign the uh, Will Greer. It's like it's too late in the season for that kind of incompetence, man. Like, come I mean, on, it's, man. It's, it's, a, it's a lost season. They really don't care. Like, like for instance, but where's your pride? They don't have any CMC. Was on the ground. Offensive linemen right by him getting to getting themselves up. They ain't even try to help him up. I'm like, man, this 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 tells the story. Well, season. also, you know, we don't have a coach now. Like, we don't. I mean, the interim coaches don't count. So I'm I'm certain the locker room is in disarray. I mean, okay, so so you play Falwell and you see your old lineman miss multiple blocks. We right. gonna tell him. Right. What could yeah, you possibly you, say you to him about? that's gonna make him say, you know I mean, what? But, 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 as an a grown, as a grown man and an adult, you gotta have some type of pride. Oh, absolutely. A I lot agree, of them, yeah. you you're playing for a contract. This is an audition as well. Like because a lot of them might not be back next year, but you gotta have some positive tape out there that you, you're still trying to it, give them shit. I'm, I'm I'm it's interesting y'all bought this up, man, because we've all seen in the past on past Panthers teams, right? Mm-hmm. We've all been we've all been we've been in situations where we were not in playoff contention. But I've never seen a team like that in that situation unravel the way yeah, we it's, did today. It's bad, well, not- I, I I think that's the effect of not having a head coach. Regardless of what we think about Ron Rivera, just having a coach there can make a difference, especially one as well liked as he was. Right. So and and it's it's uncommon that we see a coach let go in the middle of a season. I mean it happens, but it, it's it's, it's uncommon. Right. So I think, you know, the Panthers, it's hard to have anything to play for just, you know, because they don't right. uh, realistically. So, and, and, and all signs point to everybody's gone. Yeah, <laughs> man. Everybody. So, let me ask you a question. You think this is, could be a, a, a case of stealth tanking for, for that, uh, that, that, that good position in the draft? You know what, Rodney? Uh, Normally, I would call you crazy and be like, man, <laughs> these guys ain't going on the field losing on purpose. But when you play like you were losing, like you were purposely losing, it's hard well, to really say I, otherwise. It may, that may that might be a move that Tepper might have made, knowing that mm, we don't really have the talent to compete. Because there's going to be guys who always go out there and compete. Yeah, Luke yeah. is all Luke, Luke will die on the field if he has to. CMC, CMC, professional. Yeah, uh, Greg so, Olson, yep. those guys, and and those guys. They have a place on the team right. next, next season. Yeah. Everyone else questionable. Questionable. I, I, I'll say I, I'm going well, to throw Bradbury in. Oh, uh, Bradbury and Reed. Yeah. I, I think I'll, I'll throw them yeah. in because yeah, same, same with Reed too, man. But everybody else, man, they they packed it in. It it, it was so obvious. Everybody. Look at what happened to Vernon Butler. I mean, look, that's look, ridiculous. Look, look, Absolutely uncalled for. It's, 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 
to, to me, it's it's like his whole career. It's just like it's just a big disappointment. Like you were disappointed, <laughs> like looking at him act a whole asshole. Like it, you went overboard. You went over the edge. Yeah, that's completely unlike uh, what we expect from a Carolina Panther. Yeah, you know. Hey y'all, I, I'm gonna say something. Maybe it's a little controversial. Maybe it ain't. Gerald McCoy, hey man, it, it might be nice knowing you, brother. I, I said it. I, I but you said know what? I'm, sorry. So, I'm not even mad at it. Uh, you know, you know, the, the he's begin- a nice guy, though. Nice the beginning guy. of the season, he got off slow, and then he had a, a nice little Stretch. run of games where he made an impact. But the thing is, the defense is so bad collectively that any good that he does is just nullified by, yeah. especially that run defense is just absolutely terrible. Terrible. Like we, we were having a conversation earlier, like. In the past decade, we've never seen a Panther defense. I've never seen Panthers run defense get, get look like this. Like no, not like this. Not, yeah, I mean, not this. like this. Not and not for it, this it, it actually long. started last year. Yeah, yeah, right, it, right. I, right. I, I don't know why. Uh, I mean, but it's front office. It's, but the thing the is, is the players. And, and but this season, it's so bad that it's affecting Luke Keekley. Like all, all these, all these uh, offensive fronts of other teams. They're just focusing in on Luke Keekley. They're, they're game, not even game planning him right out. They, of the, they're yeah. just taking him right yeah. out of the equation when it comes to run. So, so it's it's just an example of how bad we are right now, man. Uh, question. Yes. Rebuild. Retool. Retool. Ha! Whoa, we didn't Jinx. plan that. Jinx. 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 <laughs> yeah, that was not uh, rehearsed right there. Okay, retool. I feel you. Uh, then where does it start? Run defense on that defensive side of the ball, man. You, you got to get back to your identity. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree We've, with that. I, I know Tepper wants to come in and change things, but th- this team has always when – the, when the team when this team has been good, they've had a dominant defense. Offense yes. is so-and-so. We, 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 we've been a rushing team, but we're more of a defensive team. And so, like, in the draft coming up, I'm looking at the guy from uh, Auburn, Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. Get you a big old anchor in the middle and start from there. Yeah. Get a – you know, not to look too far ahead, but we're all thinking about it. Let's be honest, man. But if we are looking forward to the draft already. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. That's... I think this year is not the year for the sexy pick. There, there's no need for the skill guy. Yeah, there's no need for the skill guys. There's no need for the flashy guys, man. Trenches. Get, 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 somebody in the trenches has to be it always, added to this it team, It all man. starts up front. Yeah, always, man. on both sides. You, you, Your offensive line drive. I mean, look at. Uh, how many teams have had consistently good offensive linemen? As much as we hate that team from Irvin, Texas, yeah. they're always yeah. able to be competitive yeah, offensively definitely. because they always, for, for 25 years, yeah, they've always had a good offensive line. And that is something the Carolina Panthers have sorely and, lacked and for that team about from a Foxborough. decade. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. So um, it's, 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 it goes to the front office. Like, how is our scouting? Continually missing on these offensive line prospects. Oh, why haven't we had a consistent, good offensive line for at least two, three, four uh, you years? You know what? And and, and to <clears throat> even drive that point home even further, Rodney, we're always drafting guys in the trenches. We've drafted a lot of guys yeah. in the trenches. Well, and it seems like most is, of them don't work out. It's, man. It's, it's, it's probably one of the hardest positions to draft for because you can't use. I can it, understand that. It, it's, it's hard to use raw analytics to. To, right. to scout those guys because there aren't box stats for offensive yeah. linemen except for, you know, pancakes. And then there are a few van- advanced yeah. stats you can use, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, block 
win percentage, stuff like that. But for the most part, it's it's just it's really hard. Uh, and then you know, do do you take a, a fast athletic lineman mm-hmm. uh, like we had with Matt Khalil, or Ryan Khalil, uh, or do you take a big hog Molly who can, you like know, eat space? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's a difficult position to draft for. So and, you, and it's all dependent upon your scheme and 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 how did it how the scheme from how they played in college translate <coughs> to NFL. Well, well, look, it's, 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 it's convoluted. Look, man, I I I am no GM or no scout, but. That magic word you just said was scheme, identity. Figure out what your scheme, what your identity is, and draft around that. How about we start there? Because it feels like the Panthers had, as far as that goes, as far as the offensive line goes, it feels like we've never had an identity or a, any type of scheme. Imagine if the Panthers ever committed to a a a, a zone run offense like Denver has. Like Denver You mean like like they did when they had Williams and Stewart like, and yeah. they both rushed for fifteen or eleven hundred yards? Yeah. Hello. Well, you know, to be fair, it's it's hard to do that with a guy like Cam Newton. And because they've never really had someone like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And they haven't had Cam and McCaffrey hundred percent healthy at the same time. time. So it's just really going to depend on what the next coach thinks, whatever right. his identity is. And, and everybody has got to be on the same page. Yes. And, and then the man. most important thing to me is what does what kind of defense does this coach next year want to run to? Can we please get, we, just we, get rid we, of the 3-4, please? See, so the thing is we started to draft players to fit in that 3-4, mm. a la Christian Miller and Brian Burns. Brian Burns. Uh, how, how are you going to adjust that if you want to go back to a 4-3? Well, so, I mean, you could, I think you could still bring Brian Burns off the edge. I think he could fit in a he's in, in a four man. three. He is, but um, you can make that work. Gotcha. Uh, you take right. someone like look, look at Von Miller. I'm not saying Brian Burns is Von Miller, but the Broncos, although they they three, run four. a three four, but you trying to tell me you couldn't put Von Miller in a four three? And he you put Von Miller in anyway. exactly. <laughs> so I think Brian Burns has that that kind of talent. I'm not saying he's Von Miller, but I think he he can be versatile enough um, to put him in a fourth. So what do y'all think about this? Um, here's a little curveball. Would you be mad if we drafted another outside linebacker? And I'm talking about uh, outside linebacker who can fill in these run gaps. What are you talking about? I, what are you talking about? Go ahead and say the name. I mean, I will not. It, it depends uh, because okay, so pass rushers besides quarterbacks are the Premium. most impactful position yeah. on the field. If you your team it needs you got to have either a stellar quarterback or a stellar pass rusher to win in the NFL. Definitely. So if we can get like a Von Miller, then yeah, you got to go for him. Right, Isaiah um, Simmons. <laughs> Hello, hello. I, if he's if he's there when the Panthers pick, then which he might be because because hey, how, how much we keep going up that board? Uh, hey, well, how, how, how much better is that draft position looking these days? Like number eight right, right now. Yeah. Eight. I'm just saying. I mean, so uh, and I, uh, say what you want about Herney, but the guy's track record for first round picks oh, it's impeccable. Is it's, it's is legendary? Yeah. Guess so, what? If 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 I'm the owner. Herney, you make that first round. And then you're out of here. Let the scouts handle this. No, 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 no. You keep Herney on as a consultant. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, and that's all the time we're going to give the Carolina. Oh, no, no, no. Today. One more PSA. Yes. Cam Newton for Walter Payton, man of the year. Go ahead and vote. So, yeah, let me, real quick, I, it, it's so interesting 
that he's up for this award. Um, let's talk about it, man. Yeah, let's 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 speak on it real real quick. So, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, for those who don't know, is actually a two part award. Mm -hmm. It is supposed to be given to someone who um, exudes the essence of what we want an NFL player to be, both on and off Off the the field. field. It says that in the award. Right. Cam Newton ain't been on On the the field field all season. Right. So, however, what he does in the community is often overlooked because he because you know he dresses funny, funny. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, but realistically, <laughs> should he win the award? Like, sh- should he be a finalist rather? Because uh, every every team has a candidate. Finalist, yeah. Winner, probably not. No, just based off what the description for the award is, and mm-hmm. that's only it. That's right it. now. Yes, yeah. because if it was just an off field award and they didn't figure in. On field I mean, stuff, he probably might win the thing. Man, man, I mean, why, why was he nominated before? Because he went like this, or yeah, I, I don't understand. Yeah, like I don't. Or, well, you know, every every team actually has someone that they they present as a candidate. Right. And Cam Newton was our, because who else? Honestly, I mean, seriously, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey Olsen, maybe. maybe? Olsen, well, Olsen already won the award. That is true. TV so, won it a couple times. Yeah, so I, I guess I, Cam. I get Cam is like the default de facto choice, but considering Cam Newton. For those who, who don't know, Cam Newton, this is like been a mainstay of his time in the community here right. in Charlotte. Like he does a lot of stuff in Atlanta in his hometown, but he does a, a, a lot, lot a lot of stuff here in Charlotte. Every Thanksgiving, right. every Christmas, kickball um, tournament, kickball tournaments, uh, surprising Thanksgiving, uh, yeah, surprising terminally ill Thanks kids, yeah. all kinds of just you know and stuff we don't even hear about. That's the stuff that like we, I've, I've I've heard stories of him. Walking uptown, handing out food, and and, it's, and and not saying anything about it at all. Right, I, it's just um, it's just crazy. But um, that's all the time we're gonna give the Carolina Panthers because that's all the time they deserve. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna take a quick break here from our sponsor, Anchor FM. And we're back uh, under construction. Um, the Charlotte Hornets had an interesting week. It's always the interesting last the week. We went, we went one and three. Uh, we play the Boston Celtics here in about an hour or so in Boston. Terry Rozier returns Homecoming. home. Uh, hopefully, he carries his hot streak there with him. But overall, yeah. a disappointing <clears throat> week because the Hornets lost some games that they should have won. Um, oh, that sounds to me. Man, yeah, it's just. Yeah. The well, the struggles of a young team. <laughs> Jamal, uh, you know what? <clears throat> NBA players are NBA players for a reason, right? Yep. They are obviously good enough to get to the NBA, right? Yep, correct. All these players can do things that we can't do. Yes. With that being said, I am sick and tired of random guy going off against random dude. <laughs> it's. I'm sick and tired of like, hey man, you know, Victor Oladipo's out. We don't have to worry about him tonight. But then something called Aaron Holiday goes off against Who? the. Uh, Who? Uh, yeah, exactly. His brother's pretty good. Uh, Justin, Aaron, yeah, one yeah, of true, them. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even know which one it was. It was Justin or Aaron. So <laughs> <laughs> last week against the Indiana Pacers, man, we played good for three quarters. We were really good for three quarters. Uh, two and a half. Let's say, let's say that two, we were good for two and a half quarters, and then something called the Holiday Brothers decide. You know what? We're just gonna go ahead and end this thing now. And 
they pretty much did. And I'm just like, not not Sabonis, you know, not not Miles Turner, who did have a good game, but he didn't kill us in the second half. Right. It was Aaron and Justin Holiday going off, and uh-huh. it's just, uh, I mean, and it, it was like, it wasn't like, like these cats was. You know what I'm saying? It's I mean, like, it was making like and one mixtape. Yeah, right exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was, and and I was actually watching this over Brother Kaiser's house, man. And I'm just kind of numb to that part of the Hornets, man. I, I I'd really like for us to move on from that part of the Hornets, where it's just like random guy comes in and kills the Hornets, man. It's growing pains with this team. It man. is. It's this is young guys and somebody it, it, somebody named Bojan Bogdanovic <laughs> had had had, yeah. had a killer night. Funny story, Rich Cho actually wanted to trade for him when he was at New Jersey Net. He should have Brooklyn Net. Hey, hey you can't say through. Listen, man, you can't say something called anymore because he's averaging like twenty one a game this season. Man, he's a baller, dude. He's a baller. Yeah, I, and the thing is, we never have that kind of the guy like that. Like every night, like a random Hornet will just go crazy. It's right. always the expected It's always expected ones. guys, right? I mean, every once in a while. Look, I can't wait for Cody Martin to just score yeah, exactly, 45 exactly. one day, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't hold your breath, man. Yeah, I'm not, right, don't worry not about happen. it. It's not so, going to happen yet. Not yet. Not but, yet. Hell, I need Malik Monk to score 20. <laughs> hey, he did, though. He had, he had a great game. Against Sacramento, right? Against Sacramento, but everyone has a great game <laughs> against Sacramento, so let, let, take that for what it's worth. I want to talk about that Sacramento game a little more. How frustrated do you are you if you're a Kings fan? Cause oh. let's let's be fair, man. Marvin Bagley, De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, who's making like a million dollars 70, a 70, minute, yeah, seventy million dollars a year, whatever it is. <laughs> you, you look at that roster and Buddy you say, Hill, yeah. why are you not better? There was a, a they, well, I mean, you got to look at it. De'Aaron Fox is his first game back since November. Yeah. Bagley's just not coming back. But Darren Fox they had a good game though. He had twenty yeah, something. It's first game, man. Six for thirteen. They they they, they got to get real. They got to get reacclimated with playing him again. With him again. However, this is our this is our we, we this is the season sweep against the Kings. We shouldn't have swept the Kings. We probably shouldn't have. That's my point. <laughs> I mean, however, when you get a, a good game from Malik Monk, you take it and you say, "All right, cool." We. <laughs> Uh, by the way, the Kings, the only team in the NBA to not make the playoffs this decade. But somehow we never hear, never hear about that. Didn't hear about that. I wonder why. Hornets are the worst. Because Michael Jordan is the owner, and he's the greatest <laughs> player ever, and we're supposed to win six championships like he did, and we did not do it in this, this century. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Hornets so, made the playoffs three times this decade. But here's a game I want to talk about. Talk to me. The Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't want to talk about uh, it. I would purposely. Uh, <laughs> I've no, erased y'all. it from my mind. Nope, we gotta talk about it, y'all. No man. Now nah, we we gotta talk about this, man. The most disappointing loss of the year, probably. Easily, Easily. Yeah. I think so. That shouldn't. That game shouldn't. Well, even be like so that, man. last week's predictions. I think all of us predicted, uh, or me and Jamal, we both predicted the Hornets to win that game, and I did note that it was the second game of a back to back on a road. Yeah. Yeah. On the road, but I felt like the Hornets could handle that. They're a young team. They 
are tied in the league for most back-to-backs throughout the course of the season. Yeah. I think they have 14 this season. Yeah, and, and, and not to cut you off, man, no, but that no. was, but specifically it was like six games and eight nights too. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I knew they would be a little tired, but I figured Cleveland's actually worse than us. They're really bad. They're a really they're bad team. really bad, man. Surely. They're bad, Rodney. Man, they, 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 they beat San Antonio. But, they, but look, but when they're bad, they are bad. Like, I'm going to tell you how bad they are. Look at that game in particular. If we want to talk about that Cleveland Cavaliers game, we played like dog crap. I mean, we yeah. played and lost bad by two. and lost by two points. That's how bad they and are. And we end up losing when the hottest player, just the one shot he happened to miss, you know, Rozier misses a wide open three that would have won the game. Um, and, you know, they and not to be Captain Obvious, man, but they came out low energy, yeah, flat. Just yep. flat out missing. Well, it has been a problem. Speaking of Terry Rozier, though. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I mean, uh, is this is the conversation about Rozier done? We still going to argue no, and debate no, about no, it? No, it can't. But, you, but you have petty people who don't know how to let go of their biases. They, they, they're going to try to find something to harp on all the time. Hey, y'all, y'all, we can't possibly be right about this because Bleacher Report said it was the worst, <laughs> the worst contract. Off, offseason yeah. contract in, in the summer, right? Right. It 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 it's it's yeah. it's a it's a worse contract than Tyus Jones and Dwayne Dedman, right? I, I'm sorry. Uh, have we heard from these people all? Yeah. Year? Uh, who? Yeah. Who? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I it will no longer engage in Terry Rozier debates because I, I feel like you're ju- you. you're I'm just trolling you. me at that point. I'm, I'm and, and, with you, man. And, and then the best thing is his contract is decreasing. Yeah. The next two years. This is like right, right. this is like it's, it's, if, if 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 someone said if you're a GM and someone said hey. For $19 million a year, I'm going to give you 18 points a game on 43% shooting and 40% from three-point range. Right. You're going to say, no, 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 no. Let me look. Hold on. What's this box plus minus? What's this per 100? (laughs) What's this PER? Yeah. You're not going to say any of those things. You're going to be like, hell yeah, I'll take that. I, I... Look, I'm glad you mentioned analytics. I, I, I'll save my segue for the next game we talk about, but I'll just keep in mind that analytics argument real quickly before we talk about this. I'm going to say one more thing about this Cleveland Cavaliers game, man. Terry Rozier, he, he look, man, what was it, 19 in the fourth quarter? Yep. And missed the one wide yeah, open side. It's like, I, you can't really fault him. You can't be mad no, at him because right, yeah. we're not even in that game without Terry Rozier, man. But – that game is what happens when you start slow. It, it's yeah. a perfect mm-hmm. example of how every second in the NBA matters. Matters absolutely. You get what I'm saying? You it like the smallest thing in the NBA can help you win or lose a game. So, so are we going to talk about Devontae struggling since his outburst? Like, I mean, are, 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 um, are, are, well, since, so since, I, since he's a daughter, no. The only thing I'll it? say about that is it's unfair for people because Rozier did go through a, a shooting slump of his own, of his own, right? So it it it's remiss of people to bring that up and then not mention Devontae Graham. Right. Graham slump. But shooters have slumps. Hey, man, look, it's an eighty-two game season. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and not to mention, here's the thing. No, look, nobody on this panel on this podcast, we, we, nobody said. Hey, these two guys are going to be 28 point a game scores. It's not like we, nah, we elevated them to this point, man. It's an 82 game season. You got two young guys who simply have had shooting yeah, slumps. Yeah. Let, it, let especially it be that, man. as as they've gotten better, we've seen defenses adjust. Especially to, Devontae Graham. Yes, yeah. especially adjust to him, to playing man. those two guys, and it's kind of, and you know they just got to figure out. I mean, 
how many slumps do we see Kimber Walker go through? Right, it happened. You're you know, not supposed to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave that alone. He's a Boston Celtic <laughs> now. We don't talk about Celtics on the show. By the way, he scored two points this last game, so I'm really scared of what he might do to us tonight, man. Oh, so, man. Yeah, yeah, sorry to bring oh, that up. Well, All right, know. last game of the Hornets. Speaking of analytics. Talk to me, man. I don't uh, – look, man. I want, let me talk about – before I – Go on my spiel. Let me reiterate. Mm-hmm. I do not hate James Borrego. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to overreact about I don't think JB is a terrible coach and we should get a new one. I, I don't I don't believe any of that. I truly don't. But he has to make me understand why Nick when when analytics go wrong, Batum is getting minutes over Michael Kidd Gilchrist. He has to make me understand that. He has to. The Utah Jazz game last night. I, I don't know. Somebody explain to me why. Okay, all right, I'm, I'm going to take a shot. Pl- please, please. Try. Talk please. me off the ledge because I, I, I have man. nothing. I, I have nothing, man. I'm looking at it now. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't let's, let's say. Okay, I'll give you I wish Vince was here. The, uh, the Charlotte Hornets in the fourth quarter of the Utah Jazz game went on a six minute drought. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm trying. So I'm trying here. I'm, I'm trying, trying here. All right. So let's say if you needed points, who would you rather have out there? That a, is, is, is I, simple. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I'm gonna throw you a curveball. I know it's a simple question. I know on the surface you say Nick Batum, okay. I, easy. However, what what is it worth if you don't shoot the ball anyway? <laughs> FKG man, I'm telling. I would rather have an attempt yeah. than than a non-attempt. Well, at, least, at least at least Mike is going to drive the ball. At least he's going to do. At that. least he's going to draw a foul. I don't know what to do. And hustle or play uh, defense. I I don't know. I just don't. I mean, I I, I just don't know. And why is Malik going to be playing 18 minutes? Four for nine for 10 points. Look, man. Especially when you had it. Especially we had that drop in the fourth quarter. 18 minutes ain't that's not too bad. I th- I think last night or against the Jazz, Borrego felt like he had to play some situational ball, especially with PJ Washington True. being out. And I think he which f- makes things harder. I'll I'll give him that. Right, and I think he just felt like you better PJ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the situation, it it just called for better ball movement. I think he felt like okay, the reason that we're lacking on offense is because hey, but. It, and, it, and that's something that Batum. But guess what, does though? Well. But guess what, though? When you have some man called Boyan Boyanovich going <laughs> roasting, crazy, going roasting crazy like he's Larry Bird. Spackle, yeah, just spackle. who would you rather? Yo, this cat, he wasn't even like. He was already in the shot motion before, before he caught the before, ball. Yeah. And Dale, Dale was even talking about it. Like, like he, he was catching the ball on his hip and just. Yeah, I was like, what? I, I yeah. was like, "Oh shoot!" I don't. But to be fair, though, the Hornets were in more than a good position to win. They yeah. were oh, up, no, a great position up late, win. you know. I, listen, and here's something. Here's something I want to bring up. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, man. Number one, those referees were Terrible. absolutely horrible on both, on both sides. sides. On yes. both mm-hmm. sides, I, I I don't want to slant it like we were getting the bad end of all the calls. No, they were terrible on both, both sides. sides. But I think the Utah Jazz players held their composure a lot more than, than we did. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
when when you have a young team who loses its composure due to crap like that, there was there was a lot of one on one and one mm-hmm. ball that happened you know, in the fourth quarter because that's what one of my do. favorite quotes in NBA history. They not gonna ruck us, right? That's what the refs did. That's uh, what the refs did. They, they, they wrecked us. They wrecked yeah, us. they yes. like they young team. They don't know. They don't know any better. You know, so like when Quinn Snyder got ejected, that fired up the Utah Jazz. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. gave them an edge. That was smart by him too. I think he knew. Hey, they needed that little Extra push. push, right? So he was gonna you know fall on his sword for his guys. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I don't think Borrego could do something like that. They would have been lost without, you know, without uh, the head coach there. But but honestly, I'm I'm not really mad at the loss. I'm not either. Not not at that kind of loss. As we alluded earlier, we talked talked about this before the show. We hung in there with a Western Conference playoff team who was expected to be top four in Mm -hmm. the West. Mm -hmm. We hung in there without probably our third best player. Yeah, no, that's the look, fact. Those are I facts. Mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't believe in moral victories, no, but, but this, this but, is to be one. But, but listen, I believed in it. no, you're you're justified in that because relative to our expectations and what we are, I'm not mad to loss either, man. Like sometimes when we watch these games and we're in the heat of the moment, and you just want your team to win, you get what I'm saying. Sometimes what gets lost is all right. This is where we are as a team right now. Considering where we are as a team right now, you can't be mad at that kind of loss, man. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. And uh, please stop saying fire James Borrego. Like, uh, come on, man. Like, can a we, lot of people have been saying that. Let that man live. Can we kill the overreactions, man? Like, I mean, listen, this, this, the this, man, team, this the team is man, overperforming. Listen, it should be. Listen, the man is not Jesus. He doesn't walk on water, man. Hey, it, come on. Just stop it. He's not going to have the best coaching game every single game. Like, look, I don't agree with some of the stuff he did in this Utah game, but nah, come on now. Let's kill that. All right, so the Panthers – uh, I'm sorry, Panthers. I'm, I'm yeah, don't do yeah, that. No. <laughs> My apologies to the Charlotte Hornets. Let's get that they don't. They don't the deserve that. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets next upcoming schedule. It's it's it gets kind of rough. They've got yeah, a little bit man. of a rough patch tonight. They're playing the Boston Celtics here at 6 p.m. in Boston. Then they play the OKC Thunder. Then they play at Memphis next Sunday. Um, and then, and then the Celtics again. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. What are our predictions for that three. stretch? Two and two. I want one and three. I'm gonna say, I think we get Memphis at OKC. Two and two. Two and two. 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 Yeah, right. we lose to Boston twice, both, both times. Yep. I think we get slaughtered by Boston on New Year's Eve. I think we get slaughtered tonight. Eh, no, back, no, no, no. Back I, to back. I, I think Kimba's saving himself. For <laughs> I think it's gonna be nice. Kimba doesn't here's Boston is so good. Kimba he doesn't really he didn't even have a great game against us the first, us, time, the first time and you know, but here's the difference. He was kind of overwhelmed by the homecoming reception. He really I got think. that out the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he ain't gotta worry about that now. So he's gonna come drop fifty on us. Let, let me remind y'all again, he only scored two points his last game. So I, I'm <laughs> Did they win? That, uh, and they still won. So I mean, yeah. it would have been nice if he could score two points to Charlotte and we would have won. Never. If Kimmel Walker scored two points <laughs> when he was a Hornet, <laughs> yeah, we, that's a blowout right, loss right, right there. Right, right. So, all right, we'll see how those predictions look next week. Uh, and we're actually going to talk hockey. Yeah. We're going to talk jerks. Bunch, <laughs> Bunch of jerks. So, Bunch of jerks. If there's any team in the Piedmont region that deserves some love, it is the Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes. They are 6 and 2 in their last eight. 
they are their record for the season is 22 12 with two overtime losses that's 46 points i'm not going to explain how points work in the I nhl uh, that puts them, <laughs> yeah. Third, essentially you get uh points for a win no points for a loss and you get one point for an overtime loss uh actually so <laughs> overtime loss isn't all of that bad and then uh, that puts them at third in the Metropolitan Division in the NHL. They are currently, I think, number six in the ESPN power rankings. They are having a pretty good season. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. Yeah. So a lot of people actually feel like they are a better team than the one that went to the playoffs last season and shocked uh, a lot of people by making it to the Eastern Conference. They just ran into uh, that finals. machine. They ran to a better team. They it happens. It yeah. happens sometimes. But this year, I mean, the um, run into one every week. Every yeah, week. Well, so no. uh, they've got the 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 Canes <laughs> have a good young core. Uh, Sebastian Aho, who was kind of like the darling of the playoffs last season, uh, having a pretty good season. Doug Hamilton having one of the better seasons for a defenseman in the NHL, and. Um, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with, uh, I don't want to butcher his name, Andre uh, Veknikov. So, uh, lacrosse gold. Lacrosse two. Never been done in NHL history. Two. To the point where it's got goalies talking about. What they what their mindset is when he's on the ice? You see it. Yeah. Do you do you have to watch out? Is this game planning around? Uh, uh, okay. Do you have to watch out for if this guy's gonna come around the back of the goal and and put one top shelf uh, over your shoulder? Quick disclaimer: Me and Rodney know nothing about hockey. We are heavily deferring to our brother Kaiser. So, so but but fans, we need you to help. Help teach, but we yeah I know that Jamal watched a few I games. Watched, yeah, uh, yes, I've been so watching. I watched some of the playoffs, and to be honest with you, that was intense and fun. Thank you. I, I, I tell people fun. all the time the reason I got into hockey. So the reason I got into hockey is because for a very short period of my life, I lived in Minneapolis, and up there, hockey is the like culture, the culture. Is, yes, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know how high school football is here. It's like that with hockey up there. Wow. So I'm like, well, and, and that happened to be the same year that the Whalers moved to Raleigh. So I'm like, cool, now I got a team to root for. And after I learned all the rules and all of that, which aren't that complex people, uh, you know. Hey, I got a quick story I'd like to share with you about Harford Whalers. My mom, rest in peace, love you, mommy. My mother had a Gordie Howe Harford Whalers jersey. Wow. And sold it. She didn't know anything about it. Where did she get it from? So she she won it at work. This is obviously. Oh, oh man! She won this Gordy Howe jersey at work, and somebody's like, "Hey, I'll give you fifty bucks for that jersey." She's like, "I'm <laughs> not going. Like I'm not going. I'm not going to wear it." Okay. They got that joint in a shrine <laughs> yeah. now. Wow, that's uh, pretty. I do know who mean. Gordy Howe is. Yeah. Everyone knows who Gordy, Gordy Howe is. Second one, best player in the ever. Yeah. yeah, Wayne Gretzky, Gordy Howe. Yeah. So um, hopefully the uh, the Canes continue their run of, of success. They carry it all the way to the playoffs. Um, NHL playoffs, like the, a lot like the NBA playoffs, where momentum is very, very important. Um, they've got a young core of good talent. They've got some good veterans, Jordan Stahl. Um, and they've got, you know, their coach is one of you know, the most beloved players in the NHL. Rob uh, Brendamore. Rob Brendamore, one of the – the most beloved Carolina Hurricanes of all time, yeah. you know, helped bring us the Stanley Cup in 2006. So hopefully I, they continue that run. So. I have a new favorite player. I can't believe you didn't bring him up, man. Reimer. 
Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Great yeah. goaltend play yeah. Uh, yeah. of late, which is something whenever the Hurricanes have been good. And then I know that this is obvious. Every NHL team, if you have stellar goaltend play, then obviously your team is going to mm-hmm. be good. But with the Hurricanes, they've had unexpectedly good goaltend play. When they won the cup back in 06, no one expected Cam Ward, who was a rookie, to come into the playoffs and you know play as, as well as he did. Uh uh, same thing last season in with Reimer, I just unexpectedly good uh, goaltend play. Even made uh, some Sports Center top ten highlights wow. with, with some of the some, yeah. some of the saves that he I, made. Last look, week. man, I, the game I watched against the Avalanche, like he was doing, he was the save. Some of the saves he made, I was like, man, good lord, man, yeah. can, can we put this dude at tight end on the? Yeah, team? yeah, <laughs> please, yeah, you come on down come here, on and, down here, yeah, replace Greg Olson. <laughs> yeah, right. You can rate your number eighty eight. <laughs> Standing on his head, as they say uh, in in the NHL. So, so NHL people. So I really want to attend the game in Raleigh. Uh, no, we, I'm we. not going to stay tonight. We want to stay. The, well, they, we want to attend the game in Raleigh. I'm not staying tonight because Raleigh's like Mayberry. Um, <laughs> what what is a good? Don't ask him to come <laughs> to the game and then assault the city, man. Come on, man. we have a rivalry. Got to jab a little bit. Tell you what, we'll trade you Kane's tickets for MLS. Yeah, Tickets. yeah. That, you that. can watch the MLS team. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the, the Charlotte MLS team, because we refuse to be called Carolina anything. Please don't call the MLS team Carolina anything. I, I kind of like Carolina Reapers. No, 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 but I mean, it makes sense. The Carolina Reaper Pepper. Charlotte. 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 My personal favorite is Charlotte Football Club. That's it. Just call no, it Charlotte. Charlotte mine is Charlotte, the Charlotte Lightning. Go old school. There's uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay already has the lightning. Then we got the Chargers. I'm I yeah. just keep just Charlotte FC. Charlotte Football Club. Charlotte Crown FC. That's like, you That's know, it. Premier League teams, Euro League teams. They yeah. don't have damn mascots and you know, Newcastle <laughs> is Newcastle. That's it. Right. Newcastle football I mean, club. Is different, I don't though, want man. some hokey mascot <laughs> like Charlotte Football Club, Tepper. I, I I did like the Charlotte Crown, I, but I felt like that's almost too obvious. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, so Charlotte Banker, Charlotte Mint. Yeah, just keep it keep it simple. Oh, I like that. Though. Charlotte Crown. So tell you what, we'll give you Raleigh fans. We'll trade your tickets, MLS tickets for Canes tickets. We'll there make you that go. happen. So because. You know, we don't want to insult you with Panthers tickets right now. No, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can watch the exciting young Hornets play. Moving on. Yeah, um, okay. So, <laughs> actually, that's going to take us to our next break. A quick word from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. We'll be right back. Peace, y'all. And keep... we're back under construction. I got brother Jamal, angry black fan, Darby. I got brother Rodney, Richie Rich Richardson. I'm Kaiser Sose. Uh, and it is time to dive into culture. Because we are cultured swine here on Under Construction. Right. So it is Christmas time. And it's Christmas time. Black people's uh, association city. with Christmas is very Dangling. musical. Oh, and yes. I'm not talking like Christmas carols. I'm talking about the songs that you hear at family gatherings. Okay? And I'm, this ain't Christmas carols. We're not talking about jingle bells. Or Harkley Herald Angels. No, nothing like yeah. No, no uh, Bing Crosby or or Nat King Cole here. It's cold outside. But (laughs) there are songs that you hear every 
Black Family Gathering Christmas. What are your top five? Gentlemen? I want to start out number five. Okay. I am from the South. I am country. And the 69 boys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what you right want to get for, for Christmas? <laughs> if you want to get your ball. Oh, baby, baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm with that. I can agree. All right. My number five is Sleigh Ride from TLC. Ooh, Y'all remember like that? Oh, good like one. That yeah, one. good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Good one. Happy, happy New Year. Uh, my number five is a new one. Tyler, the creator, I Am the Grinch. I have to listen. I, I have not heard it. To it. Uh, it, it was on the uh, soundtrack to the Grinch movie that came out uh, last year, the year before last. It was a, it's a great, great, great. Song. He actually has another He's really weird. good song like on it. that soundtrack. <laughs> I like but that I, is no, a, I love Tyler. Yeah, hey, Tyler, quick story really about good. Tyler Creator. Me and my boy Jeff went to go see Tyler Creator here a few years ago. We were by far the oldest people in there. It felt so <laughs> weird, man. I was like, God, man, we are really the oldest people in here. But I love Tyler Creator, man. So just wanted to say that real quick. Number four. This Christmas, Donny Hathaway. Hmm. You. Okay, so I, I'm so mad at myself. I'm, did you not you, put you, that on your list? Listen, no, no. Let me explain. No. Let me explain. As I'm making my last minute list, I'm thinking to myself like, man, there's something missing off this list. And that was the song that's missing off my list. So that's man. actually my number one. Uh, I just feel like I'm, that. I, I'm sorry. I'm making a last minute change yeah, in mind. That, sorry. That song is, just, is so. <laughs> Y'all I, had to deal. Y'all yeah, that song is just so iconic. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so heavy. You know who played bass on that song? Who? Donnie Hathaway. Ooh. You know who played keys on it? Donnie, Donnie Hathaway. Hathaway. He actually played all the instruments and did the full composition of the song. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad you're reading album yeah. credits now. Yeah, and in, in the song, you know, if it's a bass player, you know, I'm gonna know yeah, who no it doubt. is. Yeah. Beyonce's still great. But uh great. Beyonce's great. But uh that song actually was a commercial flop when it came out. Um yeah, it was. And it wasn't until it was re released in the nineties that it became really? the hit that it is today. Yep. RFP so, it, it was on it was on a uh like a like a compilation as I make this last minute change to my list. Sorry. I can't. Sorry, man. All right. So, but my number four actually is, uh, this is a weird one, but it's by the dog pound. The song called, I wish I remember. death, death row had a Christmas album. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, death row, yeah. a death row Christmas. And it wasn't all about people getting shot and killed and robbed um, and robbed and doing drugs. It had some good Christmas things on it. And this was a great <laughs> song. Was, out it of was painting life in the hood. <laughs> in the hood during uh, Christmas. Christmas yeah. I was going to pick, um, what's that old song by the Treacherous Three? Oh, this is way for your time. Yeah, Curtis Blow. Time. Yeah. And uh, God, it was in uh, Crush Groove. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it'll come to me, man. I don't remember. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Talking old about. school hip hop fans. Yeah. All right. So oh, oh. what's your number three? What did a lonely do for Christmas? The good one, very good one, very good. Did one. I say my number four? No, yo, you didn't. You I made didn't. your changes. Yeah, my, my my number four is uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, Jackson Five. Oh, good one, yeah. good one, yeah. good, I, one, good I one. I debated one. that one. Yeah, I, I'm one. I almost. I debated did. that one. Yeah, so Rodney, I'm sorry, number three, sir. It, what did a lonely do for Christmas? Okay. The emotions. <laughs> I I made my last minute change. Donnie Hathaway, number three. <laughs> okay. This Christmas, it it was. Solid night by boys and men, but I said, nah, Donnie, Donnie has got to be on this list. So. Yes, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, my number three is I made a last minute change. It was Easy E or Merry MF Christmas because I just that song <laughs> speaks to me because I'm a, I'm a Grinch. I yeah. despise Christmas, but actually, uh, I'm going to replace it with Ella Fitzgerald's Sleigh Ride. I love Ooh, Ella Fitzgerald. Okay. Good I, one, I have a daughter named after Ella Fitzgerald, one, and buddy. I feel like. You know, she has all these iconic Christmas songs, but Sleigh Ride is a good one. 
But there was a remix, uh, like kind of a, a Latin pop remix. Just look up Slay Ride Latin yeah. remix uh, that was done a few years ago. And uh, all, my whole family loves it. So that's my number number three. All right. Number two, Let It Snow, Boys to Men. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to piss everybody off oh, with man. my you number two. Better not do this. I'm going to piss everybody off with I my know, number I two. I know what you're about you to say. It's coming. Dude. <laughs> number two on my list. <laughs> the Temptations. Oh, that was number two on mine. That was Sil- number two on mine. Sil- Silent Sil- Night. Sil- Y'all suck. Sil- <laughs> I mean, that song is when it when it comes on. You know it's Christmas. You know, you know it is Christmas. All the real is I'm gonna piss everybody off because I know everybody's like, man, how the hell is that not number one? But hey, if you, I, I want to see what your number one is. If if y'all know me personally, y'all already know it's gonna be number one. But I, I that's number two. Well, my number one was Donny Hathaway this Christmas, but my number two was was Temptation Silent Night. It's just too iconic of a song. Yeah. Yeah, you can't leave it. Uh, it's just yeah. All right, Rodney. Number two. Number two was the boys men let us know. Number one is Temptation. Silent, Silent Night. So that's your number one. Okay. Your number one's boys to men something in it. Let us know, boys to men. Okay. I, I it. Yeah. Okay. Flip flop. Good list. Good list. Yeah, people. Very very yeah, good list. Okay, so I got a surprise topic. Okay. So we're not that old. We witnessed something that happened for the third time in American history. The uh, second time in our lifetime. Second time in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. The president got impeached. Yeah. So I was listening to the radio the other day, and one of my favorite hosts put up a topic. If you can impeach somebody or something in sports, who would you impeach? <laughs> this is a good one. I'm going to start out with you, Mr. Kaiser. Okay, so... My first choice was going to be Roger Goodell. I just feel like he has ruined the NFL. Ooh. But but I felt like that was t- topic over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, ain't gonna but, be that one. <laughs> yeah, but I felt like that was just uh, low hanging fruit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna blow y'all away with this one. I would impeach the corner three point line in the NBA. Ooh. Ooh. Let me explain why. If you look at we're gonna put on our analytics, analytics. hat. Yeah. You look at analytics it's and you look three. at the corner three versus the regular three. three. The regular three the efficiency of that shot breaks the game. It literally breaks, breaks the, game. the game. Three points is worth more than two. Uh, to you only have to shoot forty uh, percent from three in order to equal sixty percent from anywhere else on the floor. Wow. And teams are taking advantage of that. How many times you see somebody sitting open in the corner for three, and you're like, "Well, that's three points." <laughs> And it is. And I mean, most of the time in, it is. in fact, uh, Steph Curry's second MVP season, he was so good from the corner that from an analytics standpoint, it was a bad shot for Golden State to take any other the shot, shot on the, the floor three. if he was sitting in the corner. Wow. So what I would do is simply extend the three-point line to where it ends at the sidelines instead of having it cut and then go straight Make down. basketball fun again. I, yeah, I, I, I don't like watching basketball as much as I used to. I mean, I, I still do. I like. I, I, I'm always, not one of these I people. I don't. I don't, like, I don't think the three pointer ruins the game. I like. I it, definitely it, don't. No, yeah, a, no, to me, analytics ruins yeah, the game. It's a it's a high skill shot. It's not as likely to go in, and, and it's amazing <clears> to see somebody hit those threes or, or hit those shots. But that's why I would get rid of the corner threes. I miss the mid range. I miss like Big Dog Robinson playing. Yeah, or I mean, and it, and it, it it would. I think. Uh, Put more importance on the mid range game. Mm-hmm. We don't see guys hitting those baseline turnaround jumpers right. a la Jordan and right. Kobe because it's stupid to do so. That's it a dumb is. shot. Right. Just take a few more steps you out to the corner. You don't, you don't even see 
people feeding the post like oh yeah exactly yeah. And, yeah. and you see wings they start to float out towards the corners <laughs> and uh imagine how good michael gig kilkeris might be if if the corner three didn't exist right because because now the hornets need him to float towards the corner and make that shot yeah. whereas if it wasn't there um the, the whole game changes if if you know three pointers were just uh, you know that twenty-seven foot shot. So that's what I would impeach the corner three. What would you impeach? You want me to go? Uh, I'll go. Um, God, man, I, I don't think there's a better a choice than Roger Goodell. But since that's too easy, I'm gonna go Mark Emmert. Mark Emmert mm. is the president of the NCAA. Yeah, good one. Mark Emmert, if there was a poster that said, here's the definition of bad leadership, Mark Emmert would be <laughs> on the on the doggone poster. Yeah, yeah. I, when I tell you, look, man, some of the just flat out hypocritical, I mean, hypocritical, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, I don't know. Just the hypocrisy of the NCAA period right. has been on full display for the last, it, probably longer than that, but it's really been in our faces the last 15 years. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, ever since, like, the you know, the... One incident that really sticks out to me as far as like if we're just looking at one example of the NCAA's hypocrisy, I can point to a time where I saw um, Jay Billis on ESPN. Jay! He's on the NCAA website, right? (laughs) And there's a search tab. He said, hey, guys, y'all see this number five Florida jersey right on this website? Number five is Tim Tebow, for those Mm -hmm. who didn't know. He said, I'm going to go on this search, and I'm going to type in Tim Tim Tebow. Tebow. And he types in Tim Tebow, and the Tim Tebow jersey pops up. Of course, his name's not on it. Of course, his name's not on it. And Tim Tebow didn't make a dime off the millions of people who bought that Tim Tebow jersey. Just a small example of the hypocrisy of the NCAA. He has let uh, so much crap has just run amok. And most importantly, he has ruined college sports video games forever. Man! NCAA football was my NCAA shit. basketball. Uh, a lot of people forget that there was an NCAA 2K series that was, was. really, and really good. It was good. the best ever. It was so, it was so good. Awesome. Man. But it was so good. That, you know, now we can't have nice things because the, the companies don't want to get sued uh, by the players because the O'Bannon brothers. Um, Started that make lawsuit. Money, brothers. Hey, hey, no, hey, I'm with them. Make, make, make their money. But. We, we can start a whole nother yeah, yeah. topic uh, on yeah. O'Bannon brothers and NCAA, but I, I won't get too far into that, man. But the thing is, like, if you nip this stuff in the bud when it was supposed to be, then you don't have yeah, this. You issues. don't even have all these issues we talk about today, Absolutely. man. So I, I, my, my vote is Mark Emmer. I got a few. Rodney's got a list. He got a list of them. So uh, one of my impeachments already happened. Uh, one of the impeachments, impeachments that I wanted already happened, which was Ron Rivera, and I'm very happy. <laughs> and he was impeached. <laughs> impeached and evicted. And removed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one might uh, shock you guys. The Senate uh, being David Tepper. Right. <laughs> <convicted>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the House was uh, the house. Marty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, they call this rivalry the oldest rivalry in the South. UNC versus UVA. And my opposition with this is Virginia isn't the South to me. Oh. <laughs> There's always been some debate about whether Virginia was Virginia's is, not is the a South southern me, state. I mean. You know what the truth for me is? Here, here's the truth for me. Half of it is, half of it ain't. That's what I really believe about Virginia. Yeah, I kind of think yeah. anything north of Richmond, I, I don't consider I, the South. Yeah. You think Richmond's the South? 
having worked and lived in Richmond, uh, it's closer to DC. See, so then, say, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You say no. I say no. I say no. They got too much DC. Well, I mean, but D- let me ask you this. Hold up. DC, DC is kind of southern to me. Nah. nah. I mean, think, think, think about this. It's, it's, it's like it's like a hodgepodge mix. Before the Panthers came here, in Charleston, South Carolina, in Charlotte, North Carolina, it was, it was the Redskins red red town. Yeah. It was Redskins town. People in North and South Carolina grew up listening to Go-Go. Yeah, but the, the culture is so different up there. It's northern they got, culture. They got sweet tea, though, man. That's, this is true. <laughs> they got sweet but, tea, And that's bro. about as far but north as you... 45 minutes away, Baltimore does they, not. They, no, yeah. they don't have sweet tea in Baltimore. <laughs> that's they, a they, tough they, one. They, they, I... I for me, South is more of a, a essence. For, yeah, I is West that. Virginia the South? Geographically, it's not. But have you ever been to West Virginia? It Dog, like it. it's it the South. Like it, feels, yeah, con- it feels way more yeah. South than North Carolina. Does. <laughs> you ever been to Kentucky? <laughs> Kentucky is the South, right? Yeah. It, it feels yeah. way more South yeah. than North Carolina. So you know, I, I mean, Louisville has a Midwestern feel to me. A little Midwestern. It's true, but I've been to some places in Kentucky where I'm like. I thought I was transported back into Gastonia. Um, so, okay, and then and look, we move on. I'm going to impeach Miami, Virginia Tech, and Louisville from the it's ACC and <laughs> send them back to the Big East. I I agree with that one. I'm I'm so sick of it. Uh, and then finally, who am I going to impeach? I can't wait till UConn comes back to the Big East. Just off off, off topic. That's it. That's, That's all it? I want to peach. That's all you got? That's all I'm going to impeach. I, I I had one more, but it, it might be too controversial. I'm going to leave that alone. Oh. I'm going to leave that alone. We'll ask I'm you leave that. that alone. We'll ask you off camera. I'm yeah, gonna I was going to say, now my interest is peaked. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to leave right. that alone. Let's, okay. let's, let's move on to shout outs. Okay, all right. On the, on the <laughs> I don't shout want to start out. any controversy. Yeah, let's just roll in the shout outs. Rodney, what you got for me this week? I'm going to shout out James Wiseman. Congratulations yeah, no doubt, to you, man. young brother. Yeah, go go get your money, man. Work out, make your money. You got your haters out there. Make your money, young yes, brother. Yes, absolutely. I want to, speaking of NCAA's hypocrisy and speaking of the NCAA, real quick, I ain't going to spend a lot of time on this, man. I'd like to remind people, and this is really more a shot at the NBA than it is the NCAA, but I'd like to just remind people that the one-and-done rule is the NBA rule. Yeah. It's not the NCAA rule. I I think a lot of people are kind of forgetting that. So before you get mad at this young man and say, man, why did he even go to college? Eh, It's the NBA's fault, kind of. I mean, to be honest with you, man, like coming from poverty, if a coach wants to help pay for me to move, to, to play up under him, I ain't gonna say no. And you gonna slide me some money over the hey, under man. the table. My mama's hungry. My mama works at Waffle House or the, something like that. The rent late. I'm taking the damn money. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm, look. But hey, this is this is how the the end of the system. Okay, we know the system just it doesn't work anymore. No, and I could work. see in with the the G League becoming more and more popular, with summer league becoming more and more popular. I could see a lot of athletes saying. Why the hell do I need to go to college and deal with all of these these rules and restrictions, and restrictions when I can go right into the NBA and, the and get paid? Hey, <laughs> go to the epicenter and be like, yo, I play for the Greensboro. <laughs> I can play for the Greensboro Swarm. I saw, I, hey, I'm just saying. I done seen Bismack Biyombo pull. So, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, which I is ridiculous because he can't even pull down a rebound <laughs> over, over Bogdanovich. <laughs> But he can go to the episode. He can pull a top set <laughs> the episode though. I seen it with my own eyes. Tamika, Ashley, all of them. I saw it. Uh, and right, then, and then secondly, I'm gonna give a shout out to the uh 
North Carolina A&T football team for winning your third out of four, uh, three out of four uh, celebration bowls. Yeah, wow. Congratulations to the Aggies. My sister's an Aggie, Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride, right. And uh, let me give a shout out to uh, something that, that I, I really enjoyed yesterday, uh, the Queen City Bowl. Uh, it's for the uh, seniors that are graduating in Charlotte. <clears throat> it's East versus West. It's, 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 it's private schools. It's all CMS. If you, you have a Charlotte address, you're invited to the Senior Bowl. Uh, they're giving opportunities to, 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 to young seniors to, to be showcased. Mm-hmm. Um, one guy I know that works with it is Matt Morrow. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Uh, it's, it's so awesome that, 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 that you guys set out to start it. It was a success. You were on Channel 64. Right. You had awards given out. You, you had sponsors. And, and, and uh, the guys under construction, we, we support you thoroughly. We support, we support everything that you do. Looking forward to work with you guys. No doubt. So, uh, first of all, shout out to Vince. Uh, can't wait to have you back, buddy. Man, happy uh, birthday happy to birthday, Vince, Vince and Rodney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy fortieth, Vince. Yeah, <laughs> not quite, but <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to the uh, UNC 49ers. Uh, yeah, they took an L in the Bahamas Bowl, but man, but if you would have told me 15 years ago that we would have been watching UNC football in a bowl game, game in the Bahamas. I'm like, man, you must be crazy. So, hey, man, look, they got a trip to go to the Bahamas for free. Hey, man, shout, shout out shout out to y'all to, for just getting there, man. Next, next, next time it'll be better, hopefully, man. Uh, my last shout out goes to um, all around just real good guy, man. Like, I, I've known this guy for, for probably about 15 years now, man. And it's always just a pleasant interaction with this guy, man. And, and, and I've seen uh, some, of the, uh, some of the struggles with just kind of trying to promote theater in Charlotte mm-hmm. theater and arts, which always is a struggle in this town, but that's another story for another day. But I do want to shout out Quentin Talley, uh, AKA hey. on Q productions, man. Um, I'm sorry. I couldn't make it. My time is crazy these days, but for those of you who went to the soulful Noel play, uh, this weekend, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed it, man. And also if just keep an eye on, on Q productions, this is not the only time they do plays in theater. There are, Projects going on throughout the year, man. Please support this brother. Great man. show, great show last night, man. Look, and listen, I'm not just saying this because this is my friend and mm-hmm. he's a good guy, but I'm telling y'all, the talent is there. Yeah. Rodney can speak to it. He was there for himself, man. man. It's mind blowing. So please go support On Q Productions, man. They're just um, there's nobody else in the city in, that that promotes African American theater like uh, Quentin Talley and On Q Productions does. So shout Absolutely. out, yeah, man. Um, my shout out is sports related i'm gonna shout out cam newton this has been a rough year for cam newton even though he's only played two games on the field dealing with an injury having uh the integrity of his play called into question now what is his future with carolina oh and then having uh, you know some guy just come off the bench and then suddenly everyone's saying that he's the future. And then despite all that, he just had a a fourth child uh, doing all the humanitarian efforts that we spoke on earlier. And Cam Newton even came out recently apparently and said, they've got to get rid of me. If, if, if they don't want if you know what I'm saying for me to leave, they've got to get rid of me. He wants to be a Carolina Panthers uh, Panthers quarterback here. You know, I know Atlanta is his hometown, but yep. Charlotte is his adopted city. Anyone who knows Cam knows how much he loves it here. So uh, I I hope he wins Walter Payton Man of the Year. I don't think he will, or you know. Yeah. But 
Um, props to you, Cam. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being a great ambassador for Charlotte football. Yeah, That's what's important. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people lose focus of that. Cam man, Newton is... Character matters. Character matters. When was the last time Cam Newton got in trouble for... Uh, he, oh, he told old girl about running routes. <laughs> That was the worst thing Cam Newton has ever done in his NFL career as a member of the Panthers. So, I, you know. I remember who else I wanted to impeach. How could we not say this one? Hmm. Nicholas Batum. <laughs> I, that's obvious. I, that's what I guess it was. Sometimes things are just too I, I just, obvious. That's obvious. Thinking. I yeah. thinking. Just, I'm sorry. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a miscue on my part, fellas. My my mute, my mood was pretty happy until now. Thanks, until just right. now. Thanks. thanks yeah, well, that's a great way to end this week's episode. Guys. Yeah. What do the lonely do <laughs> on Christmas? And on that note, we hope you guys have a great Christmas, great holiday. Um, be safe out there, uh, especially y'all that drive in Virginia. They had a 63 car pilot today. How does that happen? I, I don't. That. It's Virginia. Trust I, me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's Virginia. When I read that, I, no I was not surprised. But everyone, please be safe. Have a great Christmas, great holiday, and we will African see you guys American anthem. next week. Christmas. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. To all of you, one of you, one of you. <laughs>